Okay, Rabotai, to school the Rabot, Naimot Betobot, we're in the great days between Yom Kippurim and Hagasukochi Avo Alenu, the Tovav and the Shalom. And that gives us uh, a chance to halakhically prepare for Hagasukot. Baruch Hashem, this is one of the silver linings of the pandemic. Uh, more or less, we've been able to carve out this time uh, in order to study some uh, pertinent uh, halakhic uh, issues that pertain to the, uh, to the Hag. And it's really fascinating to go through the different sources to see exactly what is, uh, what is uh, expected of us. Well, today we're going to learn about the mitzvah of <coughs> Sukkah. Gemara and Sukkah and Daf Memvav. The Gemara says, Nechnas uh, When a person enters the Sukkah, to sit in the Sukkah, he makes a Berachah. What does he say? Okay, that shouldn't be a shock to anybody. Uh, any mitzvah aseh, you know, that's a positive commandment that has a ma'aseh to it. We make a Berachah. We make a Berachah before we put on tefillin. We make a Berachah before we put on talet. Therefore, why should it be any different? Before we shake a lulav, we make a beracha. So, when we go to fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah, Torah says you got to sit in the sukkah. So, therefore, we would make a, uh, a beracha as well. Uh, there's a very, very interesting harambam that gives us the parameters of when we make this beracha, <coughs> which means uh, what are the conditions that uh, would obligate a person to make a beracha? Asher kedeshanum stavisvon shebasukah. <clears throat> what would what would be the uh, the question? Well, I don't know. Do you make the beracha? Do you have to eat something? Uh, do you have to eat a certain amount of, of foods to make the beracha and the sukkah? Or maybe that no. Maybe you just make the beracha regardless. So the Rambam in Hilchot Sukkah Perik Vav Halacha Yudbet, famous Rambam, calls man chikanes lishev basukkah, calls shiva. Any time he enters the sukkah to sit in it on any of the seven days, mevarech kodem sheyeshev before he sits, asher kedeshan b'mesotav v'sivanu liyeshev basukkah. So from Harambam, it sounds like that it's got nothing to do with eating. He doesn't mention eating. He doesn't say leechol. He just says kol zman or kol shivah mevarech kodem sheyeshev. And if you look at the Rava Magid, the Magid Mishneh. He comes along and he says, the source is a Gemara, Sukkah daf Memvav, Dechol zman shenechnas li shevba, Mevarech, Vechen katav behalachot. That's the opinion of the halachot as well. And it's also the opinion of the reef. Veda'at ha-geonim, and the geonim as well. She'afilu, Nechnas ba, Me'apa'amim bayom, Even if a person enters the Sukkah a hundred times, in the day, Hayav lebarich. Vechen daat rabenu. Nothing to do with eating. The mere fact that you go into the sukkah and sit, you're ready. Hayav beracha. Now, of course, there has to be a certain uh, rule. Let's say I go into the sukkah and then all of a sudden I run back into the house to get my phone and I come back out. I would make a new beracha. <clears throat> or let's say you know somebody calls me outside for sukkah in one minute and I walk out. So, oh, you know, happy holiday, and I come right back in. So the, the Magid Mishnah says, Vera iti katuv, de davka kishi yatsa yitsi agimura, 
לעשות ענייניו. Uh, so only when he leaves the sukkah, to go to his needs, <coughs> to tend to his, uh, you know, business. He has no intention to come back immediately. Let's say he just left the sukkah temporarily to talk to his friend. Or he went back into the house to bring something back into the sukkah. Just for the moment. You're not going to make a new berakah when you come back. So even the Rambam, he doesn't mean that every single time you leave the sukkah, you have to make a new berakah when you come in. It means when you leave the sukkah, you know, with a sehadat, with intention to leave, and then you come back in, then you make a new berakah. Good. So that's the opinion of Rambam. It's got nothing to do with eating, boys. That means according to Rambam, it's the third day of Holam uh, Mu'ed, and uh, you come home from shul, <coughs> you're not having breakfast, you just want to walk in and sit in the sukkah and learn. Haram Bam says, make a baraka. No food on the table. Asher You're sitting down, you fulfill a mitzvah. Does everybody hold like that? Well, the, the Rav Magid then says, Umikol makom, nahagu she'en mevarchin ela mis'uda l'se'uda. Oh, he says, but the minhag is that we only make the beracha from meal to meal. He brings the shita of Rabbeinu Yaakov, which is Rabbeinu Tam, the Baal HaTosafot, that says that, no, this beracha is only going to be made at the time that you're going to eat. Now, he doesn't tell us what you're eating exactly, but at the time that eating. So we have a fantastic mahlukah over here. We have a fantastic mahlukah. Um, the question would be, what do we follow? Do we follow Shohan Aruch? No, of course we follow Shohan Aruch. Do we follow Harambam? Or do we follow Rabbeinu Tam? I mean, if you had to roll dice, you'd roll dice and say, well, it's Faradim, follow the Rambam. And therefore, the Chaurah, it's a very simple mitzvah. Anytime you go into the Sukkah, just make a Berachah. As long as you're just sitting down and staying there for a while, you should make a Berachah. <coughs> However, I must tell you, Rabotai, to our shock, if you open up Shohan Aruch, in Siman Tafresh Lamidtet, the last Seif in Shohan Aruch, in that Siman, Maran writes, Nahagu, She'en mevarchim ala sukkah, ela b'sha'at achila. Interessant. And if you look at the Be'eragola, Mordechi, Ve'arava Magid, Ve'peregvav, Uchda'at, Rabbeinu Tam. So Maran said that the minhag is to follow Rabbeinu Tam. And therefore we only make the barakah and the sukkah when we're eating. Now we don't know what, what you have to eat yet. That we'll see in a minute. But at least we're establishing now an interesting halakha. <coughs> that means if you walked into a sukkah, the Rabbam's going to tell you, Hey, Tabarech, what are you doing? Make a barakah. And you tell the Rabbam, No, no, I'm not eating. The Rabbam says, I don't care if you don't have to eat. Who said you have to eat? Just make a barakah. You're in the sukkah. You're sitting down in the sukkah learning. Whereas Rabbeinu Tam would tell you, don't worry, don't make a berakha. As long as you're not eating, you're okay. That's where the mahlukah is. And Maran says that the minhag is like, <coughs> like Rabbeinu Tam. Well, if that's the case, there's a very, very interesting taz that I have to tell you. The taz says a very interesting case. It's in the uh, same siman, Tapresh Lamitet. It's the last taz in the siman. Sif katan chaf. 
And it's the last few lines of the Taz. He says, Nireli, <laughs> Let's say you have a person uh, on one of the days of Sukkot, Hola Mo'ed, he's not going to eat bread that day. He knows he's not eating bread. Uh, let's say better, he has a ta'anit. Why? Ta'anit halom. The night before he had a bad dream. And Allah says that a ta'anit halom, you fast even on Shabbat. Because the way ta'anit halom works is you have to fast the next morning that you had the dream. And then the... Uh, <clears throat> the dream gets nullified by the fast. So let's say guy's fasting on Hola Mu'ed Sukkot, Ta'anit Halom, which is permissible. So he's not eating anything. So he says, Hayab lebarech ala sukkah bechol pa'am sheikhnospa be'oto yom. Letiyul. Wow. He says that you have to make a baracha even according to the Benutam, every time you're going to go into the sukkah. Why? Mepkevan she'oto yom embo achilat pat. Since there's no eating bread, which he understands to us for, that you make the barakah on the bread, and the bread covers everything else. Right. So it's like ikar and tafel. You make the barakah on the main item. What's the main item according to us for? The eating. <clears throat> so eating bread, that's considered a kivyot sa'udah. Finished. It covers everything. But let's say you're not eating. Let's say there's a reason why you're not eating. So therefore he says, you need to make a barakah on the, on the, on the, on the tafel. Because the tafel that becomes the ikar. You don't have an ikar to be put on the tafel. You go back to the Gemara's rule. So the Taz gives us a Sevara. And how does Tosfot understand why you make the Berakha in the eating? Not that you don't have to make the Berakha on the other stuff, but by making the Berakha in the eating, it covers the other stuff. So therefore, go in and eat, make a Berakha, and you're covered. But let's say you're not eating that day. For good reason. So then he, uh, yeah. he holds, even to will say you have to make a beracha. Understand this? This is a big hadush of the Taz over here. Yeah. And by the way, if you open up the uh, Mishnah Berura, Mishnah Berura says like this. I'm looking at uh, Mishnah Berura in Siv Katan Mem Vav. I'm reading uh, almost before the first, uh, lo- the wide lines. Mikoma Komen Haga Olam, Kedata Poskim. Okay, so it happens a lot. The first night of Sukkot, what happens? You walk into the Sukkah, and you're sitting around, and you're waiting for everybody to come in. So therefore, the Chaurah, according to the way we just explained, according to the Taz, the Beracha on the bread is poter, everything else. But here you're starting everything else before you did the bread. So you have to say that it works somehow retroactively. That if you say when you make the barakah on the bread, it covers everything, because uh, since you know you're eating bread, it's going to cover everything. He says, The barakah that you're going to make afterwards on the bread, Interesting, why? Shehi ha'ikar vipoteret vipoteret Okay. So that's very, very interesting. So by the way, we have to have Kabbalah then, according to Shohan Aruch, when we make the Berachah and the bread, you have to have Kabbalah, it's not only for the bread. Uh, this is my Kabbalah from this meal to the next meal, to the next time I eat bread. I want this Berachah to cover me for all my uh, situations that I'm going to be in the, uh, in the Sukkah. But then I, I, I have an interesting case. 
So according to the Taz, the Taz says, if you're fasting that day, you would have to make a beracha. Okay. Look at, by the way, the Mishnah Berura Mem Het. According to everybody, Today you go. So Mishnah Barura rules like that, that if a person is not planning on eating that day for whatever reason, you got to make a barakah every time you go into the sukkah. He's saying the Rabbinu would agree. Because the Benu Tami holds understood because it's Ikar Poter et Tafel. But if you have no Ikar over here, so then you've got to make the Berakhan et Tafel. Again, if I have a salami sandwich, I make the Berakhan the sandwich and it's Poter the salami. And let's say I don't have any sandwich, I make the Berakhan the salami. So the same thing over here. If you don't have any bread, the bread is not going to Poter the Sukkah. So therefore, it's a big Hadush of Mishnah Barura. Big Hadush of Mishnah Barura. I'll give you another case that the Hayyadam brings. <clears throat> what would you say in a case like this? Let's say you have a guy, uh, he ate lunch. Okay, he's done lunch, he left the sukkah, beautiful, he's done. He left the sukkah, now he went to, to Great Adventure, like the Minhag used to be on Holam Oed, <laughs> to go on roller coasters. Okay, went on the roller coasters with his kids, he fought with them the whole day, he lost to Simhat Holam Oed because he's fighting with his kids all day long in the park. Beautiful, he ruined his holiday. Uh, everybody's angry, his wife's angry at him, the kids are angry at everybody. Beautiful, that's Simhat Walamwe, to go make a tiyur. Now you come back, and it's an hour before shul. It's six o'clock. Six o'clock, your wife says, dinner is at eight o'clock tonight. So you say, you know what, I'm going to go sit in the sukkah for an hour, then I go to shul. I'm not eating. You're going to the sukkah, you don't plan on eating. You're leaving the sukkah after that, going to shul and coming back to eat. Would you have to make a barakah during that time? It's the first time you're coming back into the sukkah for a long time. So there's a hesay hadat. Different day? No, it's the same day. Did you do it in the morning, berakah the morning? You made berakah the mazon, you made berakah in the morning. But that's going to only portray you as long as you're continuing sitting in the sukkah. But once you made a hesay hadat, I went to Great Adventure, now I come back. Now that berakah that I made in the morning is a, is a different berakah. But I'm not eating anything. I'm not eating till 8 o'clock. So during that period between 6 and 7, maybe the Benu Tamwits have to make a berakah because you're not eating. You had a hip sick from the first eating. So everybody have to make a berakah at that time. Did we say you could you go from time to time? Like you did berakah I know, but you made a say hadat. That's why I keep on giving the case. I keep, I keep on pointing that out. That the guy ate in the morning, he washed. He ate 10 kezayats. And then he made berakah mazon. And I told you that that beracha that you make can cover all the sittings and all that until you make a hefsek. The proof of the pudding is Gary. When the guy goes into the sukkah later on and has bread, doesn't have to make a new beracha. Why? Because he made a hefsek. <clears throat> so therefore, the chaurah, in this case over here, where he's going into the sukkah after he made a hefsek, and he doesn't intend to eat bread at this point, and then he's going to make another hefsek to go to shul. So that's it. That hour is not covered on what he did before and not covered on what he's going to do after Lechaura, in that hour, he should make a Berakah. Understand the case? Look at the Mishnah Berurah, by the way. So the Mishnah Berurah? Mishnah Berurah says, <coughs> Do Adin, 
כשיצא יציאה גמורה לאחר אכילה, meaning he ate breakfast, finished. וחוזר ונכנס, and he's going back to the sukkah, like I told you, at six o'clock. ולא יאכל עד הערב, he's not eating till eight. וקודם אכילה, יצטרך עוד הפעם לצאת לבית הכנסת. He's going to go to shul in between. ובזה גם כן לכל העם הסליח לברך. Basically, what do you see according to the Mishnah Berurah? Everybody has to make a better answer to this. Basically, you see according to Hakam Mishnah Berurah, that he holds that even the, those that have the custom to only make a berachah when they eat, they have to take into consideration that sometimes, even when they're not eating, they'll still have to make a berachah. And the two cases that he gave us, are somebody that's not planning on eating on that day in the sukkah, but he wants to stay in the sukkah, so he cannot have the inyan of ikar poteret atafel. And secondly, you have the case of where a person, let's say, cannot rely on his early berachah, because already he made a half sick in between. I cannot rely on the later better because he didn't make it yet. And he's going to leave the sukkah before that. So we have to make a better in such a case. So that's a hayyadam. That's a very, very, very uh, big hindush. However, the custom is that we do not make a better like this hapet hayim and like the taz, even in, in such a case. That means we're only going to make a better in a case where you're eating. And we're not going to take these, you know, lamdanut cases where we figure out a... I guess we hold that according to the Benutam, that's the law. The law is you only make the Benakah when you're eating, uh, and that's it. It's a, it's a deen, it's not a minhag. Since it's a deen, so therefore, the, 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 the Benutam said only when you're eating, and therefore we have to follow the... Uh, we have to follow it. So, although... although, although Although I could have argued and said, it's like you have a, a safek sefekah. Because according to the Benutam, you don't have ikar poteret atafeh, so the chalorei should make a berachah. And you have the Rambam. That says, anytime you enter the sukkah, you have to make a berachah. So you have two, two angles to say you make a berachah, but still nonetheless, the poskim hold that the ma'asef for sfaradim, for Sephardic Jews of the Middle Eastern uh, descent and, uh, and Spain, uh, they are not going to make a beracha in the sukkah unless they are uh, eating. Now, I saw something very, very interesting. So therefore, what do you want to do? You, you want to just forget about the Rambam? Well, forget about that, that, Gary, that's basically you're telling me. You want to forget about the Rambam. That means, if let's say I go into the sukkah in Cholam or Ed, and I'm not having uh, breakfast, or I had breakfast already, then I went out to you, and I'm going back in the afternoon. Where are you going, Gary? I'm going to sit in the sukkah, take out Mishnayot sukkah. I'm going to learn a little extra hacham. Beautiful. I tell you, are you planning on eating anything? Nothing. Not till dinner. Beautiful. Uh, Rabbi, should I make a beracha? You can't make a beracha. We're no heg like Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam should only make a beracha when you're eating. So, oh, so no beracha, Rabbi? No beracha. I said, I would tell you, but you know, Harambam says you have to make a beracha. So what am I going to tell you? Forget about the Rambam. Listen, we love the Rambam. But... Uh, what should we do? We have a minhag like uh, the Benutam. So I saw brought down over here in Nir, uh, Nir Tzion. There's a student of Acham Ben Tzion, Shalom. He comes along and he says, a very, very big uh, hadush. Kaimalan mikowach minhag kira Benutam. Lebarech ba'achila. Umu'il gam lemafraya. And the beracha also works. Because right, otherwise, when you come in the sukkah, you start at the mitzvah already. So how, how, how could you make the berakha? No, it works on what you're doing now going forward and what you did when you came in and sat down. That's why on the first night in the sukkah, uh, I mean, the poskim do bring that down, by the way. Mishnah does say that. When you're going to go into the sukkah, you should make the berakha and hamotzi right away. 
So you don't have to sit in the sukkah without a beracha. According to Rabbam, you had no problem. The second you walked into the sukkah, anyway, before you sit down, you make the beracha and you cover it. Masha'ikin, according to Ibn Utam, so al you should make the beracha right away just to, to cover yourself so you don't have to worry about the other shita. Because if you're going to make the beracha later on, Rabbam says, how can we make the beracha yet? So then you try to make the beracha as quick as you can. Don't dilly-dally. So he writes over here, Achen, yesh la'ayin. Yesh la'ayin, he says. Bitsiyur shikatav ha-mishnah brura, shinikhnas l'sukal l'zman rav. Our case with the shul. V'yotze kodem achilato, he's leaving before he eats. Kegon kol ha-boke no ochen rak mezonot. V'yotze l'menha, v'chozen l'sauda basahoraim, shinikhaura b'mishnah, shisrik l'barech. ויש לעיין למנהגנו. Right? He, he lives in Sariq Iyun. If we'll have to make a barakah according to Al-Manhag. It's interesting. Uh, again, I don't think we're going to make a barakah. He lives in, in Sariq Iyun. Which is really, really a good question. Now, he says another Hadush also. That's Kedai to quote. And he quotes, when I read it over here, where he says, Mitzvat yeshivat basukah mekayim afidu shoheh basukah belo achila. Now, by the way, don't get confused on today's shi'ur abotai. We're only discussing whether you make a berakha or not. Everybody agrees that every second you sit in the sukkah, you're getting a mitzvah de oraita. The question is, do they make a tikkun to make a berakha on that or not? We're not discussing the mitzvah. For sure, the mitzvah is sitting in the sukkah. So he says, Mitzvah yeshivat basukah mekayim afidu shoheh basukah belo achila bishtiyah. Uldat rabotenu ageonim. Calls and the Rosh. Wow, it's a triple header. Unbelievable. We went against the Rosh, the Reef, and the Rambam. Anyway, like Yishtadel kodem shenechnas l'shot l'echol pad k'den l'barek l'shem basukah v'leftor t'shiyato basukah kol ayom. When you go into the sukkah, you should try to eat bread the first time. Why? In order to be poter your shihiyah for the rest of the day. Because if you're not going to make uh, bread, according to Rabbam, you were supposed to make a beracha. So to cover yourself, he's saying the best thing is to do is when you go in in the beginning of the day, you should make a... Uh, 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 have in mind, this is going to cover me for my uh, for the rest of the day. You got that case, uh, Abotai? That's a very, very important. Uh... So in the morning, at least for breakfast, we should try to have bread. Now again, it's not, it's not going to help us in the case that we talk about, because that happens a lot. Then you go apple picking. Now you're coming back, and you're not planning on having bread till later. So again, that same question of the Mishnah Abdurah. That's a suffix we're supposed to do in that, in that case over there. There you can't say that your morning hamotzi covered you for this because there was a half second between. And you can't say the hamotzi that you can have later on is going to cover you because already there was a half Already that's not happening until later. So therefore, that's the suffix we have. And Ma'asim, we're not going to make a beracha, but that would be a great question to ask a, uh, you know, you want to stump your friends. You could ask them, even though we're no hegel, like Tam, what would we say in the case of the, uh, in the Hayya Adam? Or like the Taz's case, a guy who's fasting, the whole, uh, you know, the whole day, what do you make a berakha or not? But nonetheless, uh, the custom is to make uh, a berakha in the morning, it's to cover yourself uh, at least for the rest of the day, in the case of it, until you have a F-sick at least. 
So that would allow you to, let's say, make the beracha, walk out, come back in. You might understand the sukkah. Let's say you're staying home that day, right? So you're in and out of the sukkah the whole day. At least you're covered, because you made the beracha and the ikar and the the, the tafir. So you should try to have bread at least every day in order to satisfy that, uh, that issue over here. Okay, Rabotak. Now we need to discuss what is the shi'ur of the... Oh, before we get to the shi'ur, this is a very, very fascinating question now. What would you say... Another she'elah. What would you say the reason of Rabbeinu Tam is you have to eat a certain shi'ur. What's the shi'ur? Let's discuss that now for a second. What's the shi'ur? So look at Tafresh Lamitit. Maran, Rabotai, in Tafresh Lamitit, I think it's Halakha Bet. So Shohan Aruch writes, Ochlin v'shotim v'yeshenim basukah. You eat, you drink, you sleep in the sukkah. Called Zion. Ben Bayom, Ben Balayla. 24 hours. Ve'en yishinim chos la sukkah. Okay, you can't sleep outside the sukkah. Filu shenat aray. Aval, mutal le'echol achilat aray chos la sukkah. You have to remember, Rabotai, they want you to treat the sukkah the way you treat your house. Now, people don't eat everything in the house. They only eat permanent meals in the house. But they snack. You know, you eat outside, you eat in the car, you eat on the road, you're not going to have, uh, you know, a whole dinner in your car, I understand that, or a whole dinner in, on a park bench on Ocean Parkway. Now, today maybe it's different. But the point is, uh, you only eat in your house, you know, permanent meals. So therefore, only permanent meals are going to be hayav in the sukkah. And what does that mean? What is considered temporary meal that you're okay? Beautiful. So according to Shohan Aruch, Anything less than a kabetzah of pat, or kabetzah or less, that's two ounces of bread, that's considered already achilat aray, and does not need a sukkah. That's about shohan aruch, kabetzah pat. What do you see from here first? You see that Maran saying the only thing that needs sukkah is bread. That's what he's saying. You can have wine and water, perot, no problem. The only thing that needs sukkah, according to Maran, is kabetza mipat. That's why he's learning the Benutam. So two ounces of bread. Wow. So anything less than that, you cannot make lechaura beracha on the sheba sukkah. Let's go straight to the <coughs> to the halakha on that. I want to read it to you in, uh, we have uh, halakha berura over there. No, halakha berura, we have, uh, bring me uh, Rabbi Bitan's uh, book over there. Shem give me the fuash shilema. Came down with the, uh, he's got it. yeah, he's got it. He came down with it. Let's, let's read how he comes out with this here. Taf resh lam Very, very important. Maran says pat, bread. So if you look over here, he writes, uh, very good. Bechol yemei haga sukkot, ben bayom, ben balayla, asur leechol seudat keva, chutz la sukkah. Vishiur seudat keva, that's it. Anytime you eat more than a kabetza of pat, it needs a sukkah. 
אני לא מקדש בסוכה, ופחות מקבצה מותר לכתרינה לאכול חוץ לסוכה. By the way, if you're eating an ounce of bread, according to Maran, it's not keva, it's an ounce of bread is a snack. If you can eat it outside the sukkah, that's not a lecha. Do you understand Charlie Luke's opinion? So again, I asked you a question, Gary. I'm having a kezayit salami sandwich. For lunch, the bread is a kezayit. Even, even more than a kezayit. It's less than two ounces. Can I eat the salami sandwich outside the sukkah, Kodesh Ha'an Aruch? Yes. Answer is yes. And the note over here. Uh... That's it. It doesn't even. Uh, it doesn't even make a make, make a noise of it. The Shuhana Aruk defined a snack to be an amount of bread up and including a kabitza. Very good. So therefore, Rabotai, if you want to make the sheba sukkah, you have to have two ounces of bread, which is about fifty-four grams. Mm-hmm. I don't know the metric system, Rabotai, for our friends uh, in Canada. You guys have to think out your metric. Uh, these guys are centimeters, and they tried to do that in America when we were young. They tried to put centimeters and meters, and all that kilograms and kilowatts and uh, all that stuff. Didn't work. You can't you can't teach a, a, an old dog new tricks. For a hundred years, we're learning inch, inches and feet pounds. and uh, pounds. They wanted to come along, make us uh, sophisticated, and teach us the metric system, change all the cars, miles per hour, kilometers per hour, and all that stuff. But it didn't uh, it didn't work. Okay, Baruch Hashem, it didn't work. We kept Amin Hagi. <clears throat> All right, Nabotai. Oh, so here's the million-dollar question. The million-dollar question is, Kabesa of Pat. What about, what you say, about a Kabesa of Mezonot? Right, don't you have Mezonot? Cake. So I want to eat two ounces of cake. There's two ounces of cake, get a beracha, in the sukkah. You have to keep in mind about Thai. Uh, pat is bread. And then we have what's called pata babikisnin. And we make beracha mizonot on pata babikisnin. But it's called pat. So the chaura, when Shohan Aruch is telling me the sinyan of the pat, does it even mean if I take a bag of pretzels and I have two ounces of pretzels? Maybe I have to eat it in the sukkah with the Sheba sukkah or not. This is a big question. Let me read you Harambam for a second. And you tell me what you think Harambam's opinion is regarding Pata Babikistin. You up to it, Rabotai? You up to hearing the Rambam? I guess that's a yes. Okay. Look at the Rambam. It's Perek Vav Halacha Vav. Vav Vav. In the Chot Sukkah. Ochlim veshotim veyeshenim basukkah kol shiv'ah. You eat, you drink. You didn't tell me what yet. Kol shiv'ah, ben bayom, ben balayla. Vasul le'echol se'uda chutz la'sukah, kol shiv'ah. You cannot have a se'uda outside the sukah, kol shiv'ah. Ela imken, achal achilat aray, unless it's achilat aray, kabetza o pachot o yoter me'at, meaning a kabetza or less. Okay. And then he goes on to say, uh, and you can't sleep outside the sukkah. So what does Rambam allow you to eat outside the sukkah? He allows you to have water. He allows you to have perot. No problem. And what do you say in the beginning? 
He just said kezayit or kabeza. He didn't say of what. The Dramam in the beginning tell me kezayit kabeza of what? It sounds like kezayit kabeza of everything, or kabeza of everything is hayav, even mezonot. The only thing he removed was what perot. Mutal l'shtot ma'im v'lechol perot chotzasuka. If you read the Ramam straight, it sounds like he didn't say kezayit pat. He said. But he didn't say what it was. It sounds like from the Rambam that if you eat a kabeza, it's a kabeza of anything. The only thing that Rambam tells you you don't have to worry about in the sukkah is, is fruit. By the way, there was a rabbi called the Ginat Veradim. And the Ginat Veradim, that's exactly how we learned the shita of, um, of the Rambam. Here, I'm going to read you the shitat of the Ginat Veradim. It's in Klal Dalet Siman Vav. It's Rabbi Abraham Levi. He says, Ul inyan ma'asen alma pat kisnin yesh lachshivo ke pat gamur. He says, pat kisnin is considered pat gamur, it's bread. The av shiyuchlenu derech aray, even if you eat it. Well, he wants to even eat it derech aray. Kevan she'achal kishur yotem mekabetza. Well, once you eat more than mekabetza, bevarech, and his ra'ayah is from the Rambam. He says, The only thing is the shi'ur. Kabeza of anything. Except for what? Perot. Because the Beresha said, so therefore the Ginat Veradim holds, if you have Pata Babak Isneen, the Shura Vikabeta, you have to make a Baracha. That's the Ginat Veradim. Oh, so what is our custom? If you are having pat tababik esnin, do you make l'shem basukah? We don't. Why? Because we follow the mahazik beracha. We follow Rav Hida. Rav Hida in a landmark teshuvah in his sefer, mahazik beracha, writes that we have what's called over here sefek rabotai, sefek sefek berachot. I'm reading over here from Rabbi Bitan on page 146. The Ginat Veradim ruled that someone who eats a kabeza of cake in the sukkah is equal to someone who eats kabeza of bread and must recite the blessing of the Sheba sukkah. This is likewise the opinion of the Ma'amar Mordechi and apparently the Priya Adama Rav Hida in Haim Sha'al, however, disagreed. No, Haim Sha'al disagreed. He explained that although the Ginat Beradim proved his position from the Rambam, like we just said, we nevertheless refrain from reciting it because uh, there are poor schemes to say not to recite. He testified that in his youth, in Yerushalayim, the leading rabbis ate cake in the sukkah wow. without reciting the blessing of the Sheba sukkah. Okay? So there you go. So there you go. So if Bahloket, somebody asks you again, Gary, What's the law of a kabitzah of Pata Babaks in the Sukkah? You tell Mahloket between the Ginat Veradim and Rav Hida. And who do we posek like? We posek like Rav Hida. 
There was it. We posek the Rav Aida. We can't eat more than that outside. Correct? No, you have to eat it in the sukkah, but you don't make a berakha the Shabbat sukkah. That's what he testified. He saw them eating it in the sukkah, but without a berakha. Achida says you can have less than the kibbutz outside? Yes. But you can't. That's banan. You can have less than the kibbutz bread outside the sukkah. Forget about pretzels. Even bread you can have outside the sukkah. Because you can't pretzels and cake. The idea is that when you're having the cake of a kibbutzah, you eat it in the sukkah. But bidi beracha. Got it? The Sfaradim? Oh. So we're getting, uh, we're getting our feet wet, Rabotai, in these halachot over here. Now here's the trivia question, Rabotai. And what's the reason? Because pata babikisnin, it might be bread. Let's go learn halachot berachot for a second. You know, in the summer, we didn't learn halachot berachot at all. Let's take a minute to learn halachot berachot. This thing that's called pata babikisnin, if it's cake, why are we calling it pat? Because it's made of flour, it has, so it has the, the properties of pot. Actually, we learned that there's a mahloket. What makes something out of, out of the category of bread? What takes something out of the category of bread to make it a mizonot? So one opinion says, what takes it out of bread is if it's sweet. Finish. If it's sweet, it goes from hamotzi to mizonot. Another rabbi says, no, that doesn't, that's not the reason. What takes it out of Hamotita uh, Mizonot is if it is in a kis, if it is like in a pocket. Kisim. And another rabbi says, you know, we know it takes it out of bread crunchy. if it's crunchy. Exactly. So what do we do? Okay. We come along and say, listen, each rabbi learned only one condition. It means the rabbi that said sweet makes it Mizonot, holds everything else is Hamotzi. And the rabbi that said a kis holds kis is Mizonot, everything else is Hamotzi. And the rabbi that said crunchy is mizonot, everything else is. So we hedge. We take all the opinions and we come along and say that if let's say you have a sweet cake, we're going to make mizonot to follow that opinion, even though it might be hamotzi according to a, another opinion. And if it's crunchy, let's say, we're going to make mizonot to satisfy one opinion, although it might be hamotzi according to a, another opinion. And if it's, let's say, uh, 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 in a pocket, so we're going to make mizonot to satisfy one opinion, although it might be hamotzi according to other opinions. So I saw an unbelievable Hadush. That's why we're Mahmir when it comes to pata babikisnin to eat it in the sukkah. Because it might be pat. It might be real bread, according to some opinions. So therefore, since it might be real bread, so therefore, we, and, and sukkah is vadeoraita. So we have to be Mahmir. No, we have to be Mahmir to eat it, although we don't make a beracha of hamotzi and berkat hamazon on it, but since it might be bread according to some rishonim, and bread clearly you have to eat in the, in, in the sukkah, if you're eating a kabetza or more, so therefore we have to eat it in the sukkah uh, 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 in order to be careful. But the menhag is not to make lesheba sukkah, but the babikisnin. But let's say you find, uh, we lost it. There goes the Wi Fi at Abotai. I guess I heard the siren, and I got. Uh, Let's see if we can catch them back. I'm right at the punchline. Let's just see here if we can get them back on. Okay, but it would be the case. Let's say you could find an item that's a vadaimiz or not, that is not called pat at all. For example, a wafer. A wafer is. Crunchy, okay. it's sweet, and it's in a pocket. Right, right? The, the cream is in the middle. 
That's not called pat mechlal. So therefore, there would be no safek legabe a wafer that you can eat a wafer outside the sukkah, no matter how much you eat. Meaning, even if you eat more than a kabetzah, because that's not a safek of pat. Yeah, they're learning this in Yan. The only reason why you have to be mahmir by pat is because it might be pat. And sukkah's mitzvah deoraita. But she ain't on something that's for sure not pat, like a wafer. So that'd be a great question. There's a trivia question about that. Give me a, a, situ- a case where you're allowed to eat a kabetzah or mezonot outside the sukkah. That's the answer. Wafer. And I saw that brought down in Nebit Sion. It's a great, uh, it's a great trivia. He writes over here. Uh, I'm quoting it. Uh, here. Here. Lo yuchad pata babikisnin kishur kabetzah mechot sasukah. Veze pata babikisnin she'en ba et gimel tanaim. It's only a pata because it doesn't have all three conditions. Kivan she'ish de'ot ha'sovrim she'merkato ha'motzi. So since some hold that's ha'motzi, ma'bat safek me'varchim mezonot. But l'inyan sukah, safek me'doraite after eating the sukah. Omnam pata babikisnin she'ish ba gimel tanaim. If it has all three, yachol le'achol afil yote mekabetzah mechot sasukah. But just don't eat eight ounces, because once you eat eight ounces, you have to become mozi again, because it's. Uh, understand what he's just saying? I think it's a phenomenal haidush, by the way. How about that? It's, it's, it's a phenomenal haidush. Even, even if it's an Ashkenazi, they have no problem eating that? I, I don't know about Ashkenazi, no. I'm talking about, talking about Sephardics. For the Sephardic Jews, you have wafers, so that's a great Hulam Moed item. If, if you want to take a snack with you on Chola Mo'ed, you're not going to have access to a sukkah. And you don't, you don't want to take uh, potatoes and, uh, and uh, eggs and fruit. You want to take, uh, you know, something that will fill the kids up, or fill yourself up, take wafers. They can eat them outside the sukkah. You have no problem. As long as you have a cup of pizza. You want them the hadush on that one? Okay, now let's say another hadush. What would you say like this? We're going to come along and say... Like the Hida writes, that if you have patababikisnin, shud kabitza, he saw the rabbis in Jerusalem, they ate it in the sukkah, but they didn't make a beracha. Why? Because uh, the only time you're going to make a beracha is when you eat real bread. That's already kivi utsuda, that's really the. But not on patababikisnin. Good? What would you say if your patababikisnin is a seuda? Let's say it's a hashuv se'uda. For example, we have shul in the morning. Then we go into the sukkah, we make kiddush. And everybody wants the kiddush to be hal. Right? You want your kiddush to be... Right. So how do you make your kiddush hal? You have to eat mezonot. So let's say you ate a kabetzah mezonot because of en kiddush elabim kom se'uda. So that's not just eating mezonot stuff. That's eating a mezonot that's called a... Sauda. Right. Mm-hmm. So does that type of mizonot maybe get upgraded? Maybe when they said you don't make um, uh, a sukkah on the mizonot, that's like having cake and stam. It's not. It's not called a sauda. Mashenken when you're having a, a, a cake as a sauda, which is be when after kiddush. So the chora one should uh, be able to. So actually, I found the shadet teshuvah on this. The shadet teshuvah. Look at the Sharet Teshuvah, Haimi. It's in the Tafresh Lamitet. It's in Seif Katan, Sharet Teshuvah, Seif Katan. Uh, let me give you the coordinate. Gimal. On page 206, I think, in your book. Go all the way down. 
look at Ubibidina Ten, which three lines after they get wide. In the Shadet Teshuvah. Shadet was upstairs. You see three lines after they get wide. Ubibidina Tenu. Well, let's get high me. Tafresh Lam Mitet. Very good, Gary. You did good. You see it on the Tafresh Lam Tadimal. Three lines after they get wide. Ubibidina Tenu. Ubibidina Tenu Nagu Rova Olam. Be Yom Tov Ve Shabbat. Yeah, we make Kiddush, they have Mezonot, like we do. Bimkom Seuda. Then they go, they walk out Sukkah, they take a walk with Tayanim, come up and go visit their rabbi. They wait a couple of hours. Adzman Seuda. And they make the Shep of Sukkah to tell me the Kiddush, even though they're only having Mezonot. He says, they are... They are right. The Afagab de Pad Kisninu, Mikomakom Kevan Sheokel Ota Beturat Seuda, Hatsilikali Kidush, Shabir Dameshi Barek Berkatsuka, the Mashavatoze, Mashvele Lekeva. Okay? Rakshi says she is Yotemika Betza. Ubaze Efsha Shegam, Mahazik Berakamo de. Wow, so he was a tremendous Shuba. That could be even Nafida will be more there. That when you're having a kezayit of patabah b'kasnin and it's a seudah, that's ah, a different story. So what do we hold like that? Because this happens a lot. Will you make l'shem sukkah on, uh, uh, on a kiddush? That you're having mezonot. So by the way, hacham bitan in, again, halakha berurah 146. The halakha here states that if someone recites kiddush and then eats cake to fulfill the kiddush in the location, he does not recite l'shem sukkah since... He did not eat bread. This is in contrast to the ruling of the Shadet Teshuvah, who justified the practice. And he comes along and says that, no, Chavavad said that uh, he heard many rabbis in Jerusalem had the practice of, I'm sorry, Maran Sion quotes Rabbi Chaim Gagin, that he testified that he heard that many leading rabbis in Jerusalem had the practice of reciting the blessing of Lesheb Basukah when reciting Kiddush. Even rabbis in Jerusalem did it. Nevertheless, he stated that our custom follows the ruling of Rav Hida, that only when you're having bread. bread. So that take, take, take that out of the factor. Now can I get to the last case? What would you say in this case? We are no hang like what? Rabbeinu Tam. Good? Therefore, we only make the Merachah on bread. And we said why? Because you treat the sukkah like you treat your house. Since the sukkah... Uh, it's, uh, since in the house you only eat you know, permanent meals, that's a permanent meal, but anything else is considered a, a snack. That's not the way you live in your house. Mm-hmm. So far, so good? Mm-hmm. Good. Now, my question would be like this Let's say I had lunch in my house, I made the Sheba Sukkah, I did fine, beautiful. Now, and when I, when I made the Sheba Sukkah in my house, I didn't have Kavana. For somebody else's sukkah. My point is, my question is, after lunch, you went to visit your friend's house. You went to visit his sukkah. Like we do. Gary says, Rabbi, after lunch, I'm having the boys over. Please come off to lunch, come sit my sukkah. Uh, I come in the sukkah. Gary says, please, Rabbi, have something to eat. I said, I'm going to have, uh, give me just some fruit, uh, dessert. 
I'm not having to give you mezonot. I'm having nothing. I just want to, hey, I'll make a berakah, you know, on your honor. Give me a little, uh, little wine, I'll have a little whatever. Do I make l'shem basukah? I know your first cut reaction is to say, what do you mean? We hold like the menu tam. You're not eating bread. You're not even having mezonot. Right, you're not having mezonot. What would you say to a sevarah like this? Isn't the whole concept of sukkah tishbu ke'en daduru? You have to treat the sukkah the way you live. Well, the way I live is that sometimes I visit people in their house and I don't eat. In my own house, you're right, I only eat su'udat keba. And not su'udat aray, eat outside the house. But it's very common for me to visit people and I don't always eat. So maybe this whole law of Rabbeinu Tam was only said in your own sukkah. In your own sukkah, you're right, this rukah and taduru. But I'm going to visit somebody else's sukkah. Maybe just to visit us to make a berakha. Because it's very common to visit people. Uh, that's what I do. I, in my own house, you're right. I only eat surat keba in my house. I don't eat surat aray. I, I don't even eat outside my house. But when it comes to my friend's sukkah, I, 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 sometimes I visit him without eating anything. That's not the norm. I don't go to my most, just my friend. Most people go visit. They have something. I have a kabitzah bread. Oh, not kabitzah bread. So I'm just saying, I have fruit. Okay. Would I make would I, would I make the berakah fruit in my sukkah? No. no, I'm asking. If I go to your sukkah and you give me a bowl of fruit and apple, would I make a berakah? Rabota, I found a a a a a, a, a beauty. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a hidden treasure. If you look at, open up the Mishnah Bruda. Open up the end of Tafresh Lamite where we are. The last page in Tafresh Lamite, it's a Sha'ala Siyun. Look at one, two, three, four lines down. That Minhag Shinahagu, this Minhag that we follow, the Binutam, Rak Bibito. You don't have to be used to this way your friend's house. That means Right. It means you're sitting there. You have to sit there, you know, permanently. You can't just walk in for two seconds and pay a bill and walk out. Even the visit has to be a significant visit, not just walking in and out. Okay, fine. So according to Shalai Siyun, comes out, he holds, that even according to those that follow the Benutam, which is us, the Sfaradim, that's only in your own sukkah, but not in a visit. What are you holding up by that? So I saw over here brought down by the Aruka Shukhan, right? Our rabbi, Aruka Shukhan. He brings down <coughs> in Si'if Chafchet. I'm reading, Beda, Telechaura Yan and Edi Barur. The Afil Shitat Rebenutam ends the Ela Besukat Atzmo. About the Nechnas Lishem Besukatosh Rabero, Shelo Yochal Sham, Uberachash Sukash Shelo, Alalot Patu Sukah, because he didn't have a mom when he was eating this Sukat to put a different Sukah. Because Sadiq Lebanek is Shelechnas. The <laughs> 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 
And he wants to say Hidush Tarukha Shuhan. Because if you look at Shuhan Aruch and Tafresh Lamitir, look at the last uh, in Het. Maran writes, Nahagush and Bibarhimalatsuka Ella Bishat Akila. And then the Ramah writes, Hachi Nahug. So he wants to say, what did the Ramah add Hachi Nahug? They say that Hachi Nahug to say only bread, even if you're in somebody else's sukkah. That's what Hachi Nahug is coming to, uh, to tell me. He says, Vezek Kavanat Rabbeinu Arama, Bemash Katab Hachi Nahug. Kilomar Afrimu Sukkat Havero. Why? Because we hold Achila. Hachi Nahug always. I don't care whose sukkah it is. Okay, so Lama say, we're not going to make a beracha. We're not going to make a sukkah, a beracha and a sukkah. Although I saw brought down in the Sifat Imre Baruch from Rabbi Solomon uh, here, that he brought a testimony from Rabbi Aaron Cutler in Lakewood once that was once a guy went into a sukkah of his friend and he took an apple and he said, and he made the Shiva sukkah. And Rabbi Aaron Cutler told him, very good. <coughs> so he, uh, he agreed with it. But that's not the opinion of Achamavadya, our good student Hamidana, pulls out a beauty from Achamavadya in Hazor Avadya, Dafkuf Ayn Zayn, Haniknas le Sukkat Havero, the Bakero, Bibikur Hag, Enorashai, the Barek, the Sheba Sukkah, Ela in Ken, Okalakirat Keva, Abalimrak to En, Bipat Kesnin, Vishotema Atyain, Eno Bavarek Sefeka, Berachota, Leakel. And by the way, he brings it down from Rav Hai Gaon that said, "Anichnas the Sukkot Havero Yesh lo lebarek l'shem b'Sukkah." The Shkena Menhag. He brings down the Fili Shonim that bring it down, and we saw down the Shalasiyon also brought it down Lalacha as well. Uh, but the Maaseh, <coughs> the Maaseh, he brings it down <coughs> from the Aruka Shuhan. Exactly, he brings the Aruka just quote over there. Okay, and that's it. He says, A brethren. When they go into their friend's sukkah, they visit their rabbi on the holiday, they make the beracha. They don't taste anything. Especially those that follow the Gomer Vilna. That holds, like the Rambam. The government will know that any time you go into a sukkah, you make a beracha like the Rambam. So they have two reasons to do it. You can answer a minute. <laughs> oh. So he says, uh, Because Temanim follow the Rambam. Ulam en anonu agim ken. Finished. We posek after the Sauda. And that's how the poskim bring down. En le varech le shem pasukah elem ken akhilat keva. And he says that anybody that does that, Berachal Batala. Echen katav kafahayim, Berachal Batala. So we have Berachot Lakim, Veshibata Asadi. Okay, but at least you know now where it's coming from. So let's just review some of the halachot uh, that uh, came out of today's uh, today's uh, preparatory shiur for Sukkah. First of all, Abotai, we established the famous Mahlokit Ishunim between Abin Otam and Harambam, and again, that when you make the Berachah of the Shem Pasukkah, Harambam's Mashma, 100 times a day. As long as you have a half second between each time, every time you come in, you don't have to eat according to Rambam. Ben Utam's mashma, not mashma, he says it. You got to eat. And what do we say you got to eat? You have to eat a shiur of kabitza of pat. Okay? That was the, uh, the inyan that we said over there. And we had a question uh, that we left really in Sadiq Iyun, Sadiq Ishun, 
that in a case where, let's say like the Taz, where you're not eating, because you have a Tanit Halom, would you have to make a Berakha according to the Benutam? Maybe you should, even according to us. Or let's say in a case where you cannot rely on your early Berakha, uh, because you may have second between, and you're sitting in the Sukkah before Shul, then you're leaving again, so you cannot rely on the later Berakha to cover what you did before. What are you doing that? The Ne'er Litzion leaves it in Sarikh Iyun over there. The Ma'asir, we're not going to make a Berakha, because I think Berakha and then we had another discussion on what do we hold by Kiddush Mimkom Se'uda. Can you argue and say that Kiddush Mimkom... Oh, so first we had a discussion on Pataba Bekisnin. So there we saw Mahlok between the Ginat Veradim and Rav Hidan. Ginat Veradim held Pataba Bekisnin. You do make a Berachal Shepa Sukkah if you have a Kabetzah. And according to Rav Hidan, no. Um, but we learned according to everybody... If you're having a uh, wafer, you're not going to have to make a beracha on that, like we saw in the Ritzion. You can make, you can even eat it outside the sukkah. You don't have to eat it in the sukkah. That's a big hadush. And then we said that the Shari Teshuvah held that even according to the Fida, that doesn't make the Sheva Sukkah by Patababikasnin, that's only when you're eating it regularly. But if you're eating it as part of a Kiddush, and since En Kiddush Elim comes Seudah, that makes it a Seudah. But we saw that Acham Brought down from Rabbi Gagin that no, even according to only bread and not nothing else. And then the last thing we saw is going to your friend's sukkah, where we saw the Sharet, the Sharet Siyun wants to say that going to your friend's sukkah could mehayev you even according to the Benutam because that's the derech, even to visit, not to eat anything. You know, it's, uh, it's the normal way to go to your friend's house, not have a suudat came, and some of the Ashkenazim actually make a beracha when they go. But the Masir, we said according to the Sfaradim, Chamavayavas Posek, we saw from Haimi. He showed it to us that there's no beracha in such a case uh, as well. It should be pointed out that even according to the Sfaradim, we hold that, let's say you're having a kabitza uh, of noodles. When noodles is a mizonot, but it can never come to a bekat mazon because it's cooked. But still the Sfaradim poskim hold that even if a kabitza of spaghetti, noodles, cooked mizonot, also has to be eaten in the without a beracha, meaning without the shepa sukkah. So cooked noodles is going to be the same as a cake, in the sense that you'll always have to eat it uh, in the, if you're eating more than a kabitza. We clear all these other corner what time? Stop it. And.